Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about anxiety's modus operandi, overestimating threats and underestimating abilities. I have a quote here. It's not an exact quote, but I know I got this from my friend Tom Rutledge. I don't think I have it perfectly, but Tom says, anxiety tends to magnify perceived threats while diminishing our faith in our own ability to handle them. And boy, if that doesn't hit home, right? So that's from Tom Rutledge. He's been on the show before, and if you ever care to, is a lot of great books too. So I think that really hits home. That is exactly what anxiety does. It magnifies anything that we see as a threat. And at the very same time, and this is where the problem comes in, it diminishes our faith and our own ability to handle it. So we're not just losing a little bit on the left, we're going really far on the right, and we're so far from the center again. We are really off base by then. And so I wondered if you have ever considered how, when you are anxious, you usually might overestimate the actual or perceived threat, while simultaneously underestimating your ability to deal with any of it. Does this happen to you? Can you think about that for a minute? And maybe it'll come to you now that we're talking about it, but it was definitely a problem for me. And I know that it is for a lot of clients. And what happens is we are able to get at this issue from both sides. We can get at it from not having it be magnified so big, these perceived threats magnified way out of proportion. And we can also learn to have faith in our own abilities to handle whatever comes our way. And boy, working on both of those, you really can make big changes in your life on a day-to-day basis. This really is anxiety's modus operandi. It is a problem. And I see that the problem is that when we are anxious or fearful, we don't even question either the threat or our abilities. We act like everything is set in stone. Oh, of course, the problems are huge and we are totally incapable and we just go with it. We don't even question, well, is the problem really this big? Have I ever handled anything like this before? Can I have confidence I can handle it again? We don't even think about it because when we're anxious, we're not accessing those parts of ourselves. This is why we need to talk about things over and over and over here on the show because at some point it breaks through. 
At some point, you hear something and it cracks you open. So I thought it might be helpful to have a metaphor that you could carry with you for how we shrink while our anxiety seems to loom larger than life. So here's what it is. Just go with me on this. (laughs) So managing anxiety could be like standing in front of a funhouse mirror, like at the state fair. The mirror in that funhouse distorts the size of the obstacles that are before you, that are in, the things around you in the funhouse are distorted, the size of them. And it makes them appear larger and actually because they're distorted, they become looking more menacing than they truly are. Yet your reflection in that same funhouse mirror appears shrunken in size and feeble, distorted. In reality, you possess the strength and resilience to navigate the challenges, but it takes the courage to question and step away from the distorted image to trust in your abilities and face the obstacles with the confidence that they deserve. So I'm hoping that you can take this little funhouse mirror metaphor with you. Keep it in your back pocket. Notice when something comes up and you begin to shrink Notice if you are letting the obstacle like distort, are you letting it get blown up bigger than it really is? We can pay attention once we've had a little clue or an anchor, so to speak. Let the metaphor be your anchor that you can get some stability with and say, wait a minute, maybe I can look at this differently. Maybe this is just like looking at a funhouse mirror. Now, of course, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't have some ideas for you and some tips or strategies to help you apply this idea of the metaphor of managing anxiety. So I'm wondering if you could take the idea and recognize when anxiety is at play. Notice when you're feeling anxious. Pay attention to the moments when you're feeling anxious and take a step back to assess whether the perceived threat is truly as big as it seems. Now, this is going to take some thought, and that's why the metaphor can be helpful because you got something to hold on to. Okay. Funhouse mirror. How could this be like a funhouse mirror? You can have some awareness and some mindfulness by actually trying to see what it is and take a step back and assess. And just as the funhouse mirror distorts our reality, our thoughts can distort our perception of threats and our abilities. So Challenge the negative or irrational thoughts. Challenge them. We don't do that. Sometimes we just take it all as set in stone and we go with it. But if you challenge it by asking yourself if concrete evidence supports those thoughts. In other words, just the facts, ma'am. 
You don't want any feelings in there, no emotions, just the facts. Do you have concrete evidence to support the way anxiety is making this issue look like? This is actually challenging the distortions. And it takes some work because you're not going to catch it every time. And I wouldn't want you to do that. It would make your life very cumbersome, but you will catch it. And the more that you do and you have the opportunity to look at it, the more that you will be able to see it as soon as it pops up. It won't be a big deal. It'll be like, there it is. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to journal about it today. I get it. It's like, this is the funhouse mirror right in front of me, but it takes time. So keep working on it. And when anxiety makes you feel small and overwhelmed, use grounding techniques to reconnect to the present moment. Focus on your senses. Again, that's whatever you can see, hear, touch, taste, and smell. And let that bring you back to reality. Because again, once we're in our body, we're in the present moment versus going way out in the distortion of potential in the future. So get yourself grounded. You could also look into some of the deep breathing exercises. That goes without saying, because it can help calm your nervous system. And then you can actually respond more versus react. Practice the slower, longer exhale to reduce your physical symptoms of anxiety and regain just a little bit of extra control. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. You can counteract the negative self-image that anxiety creates with positive affirmations. You can remind yourself of your past successes and your capabilities because so often we don't pay attention to those things. Now you got to look at yourself in the mirror every day when you're brushing your teeth or 
putting your contacts in, whatever it is you do in the morning in the bathroom mirror, why not say a kind word to yourself, reminding yourself of a past success and something that you are truly capable of? Because the negative sticks to us like Velcro, remember this, and the positive things in our life slide off like Teflon. So we need to add so many more positive thoughts, affirmations, all of that needs to be a hundred times more than the negative because the negative sticks to us so easily. So use some positive self-talk. Don't be afraid of it. I know you know, people downplay it. See if it works for you. A lot of people have great response by giving themselves a high five in the mirror in the morning or just saying a nice word. Give yourself a wink and tell yourself you're going to rock it today. You're going to see the funhouse mirror when it's in play. You're going to see it. Give yourself that kind of pep talk in the morning. And I want you to think about gradually exposing yourself to the situations that trigger anxiety. Now, this is exposure, quote, therapy, or I like to look at it as progressive exposure, meaning that you're just biting off a little bit more than you have been as you are getting into the situations that normally trigger your anxiety. And start with small steps or small bites and gradually work your way up to larger challenges because this can help to build your confidence in your ability to cope when you're not running away from the scary thing. Because the scary thing may just be that distorted image, that distorted reflection, not reality. So this is where we get to go back to questioning like I said earlier, what are the facts? Get the ideas down in a concrete way. What are the facts? Is this this big of a problem? What can I do to change the way I am seeing this issue? Can I have more confidence? Can I see that a little bit of the issue is distorted? Can I do a little bit of both? begins to change what is actually happening. And with all of this, I want you to be kind to yourself, to understand that everyone faces moments of anxiety, and it doesn't diminish your worth or your ability. And I want you to treat yourself with the same compassion that you would offer a friend. Be kind. We have to be our own best friend. Imagine yourself stepping away from the funhouse mirror, leaving behind the distorted image and approaching the challenges in your life with a clear, confident perspective. Visualize that. Spend some time. If you are good with visualization, obviously this is not for everyone. Not everyone does well with visualization. I even know people who can't do it. They're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't see anything. But if you are willing and you want to use some visualization, imagine yourself doing that. 
see the funhouse mirror with all of its waves and making the things around you in the funhouse huge and scary and making you look really tiny and skinny and feeble or big, huge, as wide as you are tall, unable to do anything. Visualize that and then see yourself as easy as it would be in a funhouse to step to the side or to step back or move beyond that mirror and everything changes. See if you can find a more clear and confident perspective. I'm hoping that you could also write down your thoughts and feelings because this can help you to identify patterns and triggers. Now, this would be the kind of journaling where you were going to keep it and go back and read it over and over again, not the kind that you're going to rip up and throw away. Because if you can go back over and reread them, the magic is in there. Let me tell you, I read people's food and feeling journals for 12 years. The amount of insight that comes, not from one entry, but from rereading a number of them in a row, going over them and seeing these common threads that you wouldn't see if you had not had the history written down. So this is, again, not for everybody. Not everybody's going to want to do this, but it can really help you identify patterns and triggers, making challenging and managing them easier. So remember that managing anxiety is a process that takes time and practice. And not everything that I talk about works for everyone. You have to work your way through what is moving you forward. So be kind as you walk through the funhouse of life. The metaphor of the funhouse mirror can serve as a valuable reminder to question anxiety's distorted perceptions and to trust in your own strength and resilience. I hope today's show was helpful for you. I hope that if you have a metaphor that helps you get through these challenging times, I would love to hear from you. Anxiety Coaches Podcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. Anxiety tends to magnify perceived threats while diminishing our faith in our own ability to handle them. And that's from Tom Rutledge. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 